Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 31 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined, as always, every week for this show by my co-host for this show uh, from LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well. My my Denver Broncos finally won a game. Listen, Thank I'm God. I'm very happy for you. I'm very, very <laughs> happy for you. I know how passionate you are know, about those damn much. those damn Broncos. Um, how you doing? I feel like I haven't spoken to you in like a month or something. Even I'll tell you. How you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Stoning, rhinestoning these jerseys till my fingers fall off for Ace <laughs> Comic Con. So. Oh, I'm excited for you guys. Y'all are gonna have a great time yeah. and stuff. Wish I wish I was gonna be with you guys, but things happen. Um, I'm excited for you guys. You guys are gonna be going down there next week to represent us and just to go down there and have some fun. Hopefully, you guys take some pictures or you can Woo. post them. Uh, show all the listeners what's going on in Ace and stuff. So that should be interesting. Lots of pictures of me and Tyler with celebrities. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Poor Hannah's just going to be in the sideline watching you guys taking all these damn pictures. Um, <laughs> but let's get into this show because this is not a slow week, ladies and gentlemen. We have a historic we have, week. Yes, we have a very, very historic week. Very, very newsworthy show today. So let's get right into it. Uh, we have the box office for the weekend of October 4th, which is my mom's birthday. Yay. Um, and we had the opening releases for Joker. That's it. And sort of Lucy in the Sky. Yeah, had a little, had a, had a small release. And we had, as well as, we had the second weekend for Abominable, third weekend for Downton Abbey, fourth weekend for Hustlers, and uh, the fifth weekend for It Chapter 2. So, a lot of stuff to get into today uh we had a big 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 opening so let's without further ado larry what do we got number one so coming in at number one is joker which opened to a huge 93.5 million dollar opening that is the largest opening for an october release of all time topping last year's venom by over 10 million it also came super close to beating out justice league's opening weekend we'll see how that pans out tomorrow but this is the fourth largest opening for an R-rated film as well, while worldwide, Joker also saw some really great numbers, delivering $234 million this week worldwide, off of approximately about a $50 million budget. So overall, just a huge, huge weekend for Warner Brothers uh, back on the train after we talked about all of the, the failures they had had throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I, man, if you, if you would have told me five years ago, uh, Dwayne, and then I would say, yes, how are you, sir? Uh, Joker is going to make, it's probably going to make at almost close or nearly as much as Justice League. You're, you're, you're kidding. And that's what happened. I, so when this, this movie, when we were like talking about it, you know, in the, when we like first started this show, cause we f- probably started this show when we got the first trailer, probably. And I say you and I both were probably, was probably looking at, okay, it's going to get one of those kind of drama movie kind of Scorsese kind of numbers, like 30 to 40 million. And then just this, this hype for this movie just started growing and growing and growing. And then of course the controversy cause controversy sells, but I felt like there was more hype than controversy for the film. It was going up against nothing else this weekend besides like a couple of indie movies. So uh, it's movie. It was set up to succeed. And I, I mean, 
93 million. I was not expecting that. I, I don't think I went this close last week. I think last week I said about 80 and stuff, but this is a really, really good number. It was like once I saw, I you know, once I see all those kind of uh, articles and stuff on Thursday, Friday of the preview night numbers, and then the, you know what I mean? And then like the Friday numbers, like I realized that, okay, we're going to get at least a $95 million uh, dollar yeah. opening weekend. And I mean, this is under AMC's Artisan Films, and it's it's supposed to be one of those slow, Which slow is kind weird, of. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it did get the largest, uh, widest release of all time in October as well. Uh, oh, four thousand three hundred theaters. So oh. I don't know that AMC Artisan thing kind of weirds me out a little bit. <laughs> Just yeah. because like, it's a major studio release that just released in over 4,300 4, theaters. What's so artisan? I mean, I guess yeah. it doesn't matter, but it's like, yeah, it's not like it's an indie. Come on now. Yeah, but- exactly. <laughs> I, I, I think because they saw the trailer, you know, they, they were, they, they probably thought the movie was going for this art house kind of film, which it is going for yes. and stuff. I saw it again today and I still love it. Um, 21,000 per theater average is great. I'm really happy for this movie. Usually with Warner Brothers and, you know, like a suicide squad i was a little petty that it made that much because i wasn't a fan but i'm happy that joker really really came through with this opening weekend and it's also going to give a lot of other filmmakers and directors a chance to just go for it with these kind of comic book movies and this this is another movie that proves that an r-rated comic book movie is not a horrible thing at all like whatsoever this maybe maybe this will encourage marvel to like go for that r rating when it comes to blade and deadpool and all that stuff you know so this is really good for the movie um i'm very 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 happy to see it succeed and stuff like that i'm very very happy for the movie as in general uh, i mean what kind of other stories can we get you know with movies like this too so i'm really interested and i'm very excited for the future of this film too uh but yeah what it- and it's bigger than logan which i think is the bit the closest comparison i would say to joker uh which opened at 88 million so it topped that obviously because you wouldn't expect it to quite get deadpool numbers that's just as a more accessible type of movie in general but it had that dark tone like logan kind of had so yeah i mean this is just a great opening overall i think we've noticed villain stories have done pretty well um but this is actually a true villain story unlike something like maleficent which was supposed to be a villain story but really it turned out to you know make her a superhero you know a hero herself so it's cool to see like an actual villain story and it performed this well yeah, you're totally right because I was gonna be like, yeah, like Venom, but it's different because yeah, like uh, Venom is another Venom, one that kind of turned him into the hero. Yeah, Venom is supposed to be uh, the villain, and then they kind of made him like a hero, and the, yeah. and the it, you know what I mean. And this movie, uh, that's another thing that I thought was gonna probably take away from the because there's no redeeming quality of this movie. You know, there's no hero. There's a little there's a little glimpse of hope at the end, but there's no like you know what I mean. There's just you're just focused on the Joker and the character, and there's in no way are they are they um are they um you know. making you want to look at this guy as a hero i mean you you, he's a villain and he's a bad guy and stuff especially by the end um i wanted to get i wanted to i did the review with i forgot now what did the oh yeah with alex it was alex and i we spoke about the movie on thursday um i want to get your thoughts because i purposely did not watch your review i wanted to talk about it on the today's show what do you think about this movie um, I liked it overall. I do have some like uh, SJWE issues. <laughs> I, I, like, like what? What's up? 
One, I'm just so tired of demonizing mental illness. That's that's like my first like forward frontmost thing. Like, thank God we got Peanut Butter Falcon earlier this year. Mm-hmm. They gave us someone with Down syndrome doing something awesome and being awesome. Because any other time any sort of mental issue is brought up, it's always in something like this. You know, it's always like this and again. And... Uh, I know that it doesn't necessarily, I, I don't have a problem with the glorifying um, violence thing because I don't think it necessarily really glorifies violence. So that, that part I didn't get. I do think it pretty much put the Joker in the the position of a mass shooter. Like, I mean, it was a white man getting all the, the sympathy, mental health issues until, you know, once he's committed the crime. I mean, it's basically the exact same formula they do for every white boy shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. he has uh, uh, mental health problems. Oh, look at, oh, but he was such a normal, just kind of, you know, doing his, living his life as, with his problems, trying to make it, and he snapped and killed everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's kind I, um, of my problem. I mean, yeah. black people do not get afforded that. Uh, Mexican people do not get afforded that. Uh, <laughs> we don't search out mental illness when, uh, you know, they kill someone in gang violence or whatever the case might be. It's only when, when white shooters do it that we're searching. We're searching through finding the mental problems they've had or finding the bullying that's happened to them. Um. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And then I kind of like... I don't know. I I saw this movie. Um, you know, so with this with this movie, I saw like this thing where like just it was getting all of this unnecessary kind of kind of focusing from the media and I'm putting on the news and I'm seeing uh Joker, don't bring your kids, don't do that. It's very well, unsafe. Clearly, yeah. Well blah, don't blah, bring blah, your blah. kids because yeah. it's inappropriate, please. You know what I mean? I saw I actually saw a kid in the theater today. I'm like, oh, what are you Lord, what are you no. I was like I was like, what are you thinking? But you know, with that being said, I guess because I, I love this movie. I really did. I really, really loved it. I it's in my top five of the year. I had I really really loved the movie, um, especially especially with the uh, score and just oh, the, the cinematography. So good. And this uh, the third act was like probably one of my favorite third acts in a while, um, probably since Avengers Endgame and stuff. Like my one of my favorite third acts. I love the movie, and in no way that I really get the idea of you know this is unsafe because I feel like. Artists and writers, directors should be allowed to make whatever they want to make without having the the undertone feeling of the undertone feeling of, oh, man, this is dangerous to, you know, because this is kind of showing what happens to mass shooters and stuff. If you got if if Hollywood does not have a problem of showing my my black ass slavery every year like three movies out of the out of out of the year then these kind of movies i don't think is dangerous because i i'm seeing i like last year it had to be like seven movies where i'm just i'm hearing the n-word i'm hearing why black people are bad i'm hearing this that and i'm and i'm, and I'm watching these movies and i could i can't stand it and i'm kind of and i'm like this is not the only story that needs to be told and then harriet is coming out in a couple weeks and it's the same thing so if that can be said, thick, you know, uh, like you know, like like a thousand times a year, or other stories about like rape or whatever, you know, if that gets to be said a thousand times a year, then a movie like this should be fine to be released without all this publicity, unnecessary publicity. I mean, I guess the publicity didn't really, didn't really like um, garner the movie since it made this much money oh, yeah. and stuff. 
Um, but besides all of that, I am really happy for the movie. I was excited every time when I looked when I looked on my AMC app because once again I'm a fan of doing that just to see how a movie is doing and stuff. And every time I looked, the theaters are just crowded for this movie. And once again, Sunday afternoon, crowded theater and stuff. So I'm I was really really excited to see all of that. Um, but yeah, I just, I am glad, I'm also glad that theaters did the, you know, did all the precautions to make sure everyone was safe this weekend. I did see another security guard, like a big security guards and stuff when I went to the theater, uh, today too. So I'm glad all, everyone was safe for the most part. I'm not, I'm not hearing any stories. I mean, anything can happen, but you know, I'm glad everyone was able to see it without any trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, certainly. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's, it's a obviously great story for Hollywood and. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for the movie. So, um, yeah, once again, I just oof, I, I, I loved it a lot. So oh, loved it um, a lot. Uh, I'm still it. in a weird yeah. zone. I'm still weird. No, I get it. I don't it. know. I, I totally kind of I feel like he was. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just because this is my mentality. Because I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? Kill him. <laughs> See, that's that's kind of the problem. Is I I was on the camp of look. I mean, who wouldn't break? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. literally a mentally disabled person that people. I don't even know what they're. Why that? What is the purpose of this? I don't know. I'm like, I mean, these people are terrible. The people around him were legit terrible, except yeah. Zossie Beats. I didn't really like her storyline either. Um, I liked it. I don't know. I just, I liked it. I did not like it. Well, for one, I was like, we didn't uh. need this in here i don't know oh you're right you're right yeah that's what alex was, alex was, was like, saying <laughs> um alex alex was saying yeah we don't need we i mean that part didn't need to be in the film but i i liked it i think i think it could have been anyone is what i'm is what i was saying in the review that it, i mean you cast someone like zazzy beats and then that that whole role could have been into that for anybody you know what i mean and whether it was an unknown or a known well, with that being I'm, said, I'm also interested because uh, another movie here in the top five this year we've had a lot of movies about basically kill the rich people, uh, and this is just another one. Movies, Hustlers, movies. Hustlers oh, was yeah. another one. Basically, eh, screw the rich people. We had um, what was the other big one earlier this year that was about socioeconomics? There's been quite a few. Uh, even us, that could be. Um, I watched us again, and I actually uh, this was the most I have felt sympathetic toward the tethered. That's another uh -huh. one about like eh, f f the privileged folks, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind and of I the think, metaphor. And, I, us. and, and, and I Joker, think like, that was the metaphor here. F and, the rich folks, kill them. <laughs> and, and, and that's why that's another reason why I get so frustrated. It's because like we're canceling movies like The Hunt and stuff like that, and all this movies, movies that. Movies that, you know, when you're like, let's get rid of rich folks or whatever like that. We're canceling them. They should not Ready be allowed. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, rich folks will do any sort of disgusting thing to say to keep their their money and power. So, you know what? F them. <laughs> yeah, like Ready or Not, all those kind of movies. And then, like, uh, um, I, I, I don't actually. I'll just keep my point. I'll keep my point in here. Listen, I love Joker. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I'll keep my point inside. It's just save it for another day. Can I talk about one spoiler though? Oh one my! Spoiler. I, I yeah, yeah. should. <laughs> um, one spoiler though. So spoiler oh, warning. Lord. <laughs> spoiler warning, everyone. If you haven't seen the movie, this it's not really that big of a spoiler. Just like maybe like fast forward like a minute or two. I'll do like two minutes. Or maybe like a minute. Um, I because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do a spoiler review for the movie. Um, you know, we'll see what tomorrow holds and stuff or tonight. But I have to say I have to get this out because the scene spoiler in five, four, three, two, one. The scene at the end 
where he stands up on the car is just one of my favorite scenes of the year. I I love that scene because it's just I think that I think the movie should be nominated whether I put of course for Joaquin and stuff. Best picture, I have to see what else comes out yet. But for me, um look, I mean I like I know for the Cinemania Awards, I'm gonna make sure Joker's in there for top ten oh and stuff. But I I I I just love that scene where he puts the blood over his face to symbolize this smile and stuff because it's so Joker and I love that I'm I'm so glad they put that in there and then I didn't realize they were gonna do a Batman scene and I like that too. Even I really wish speaking. they had stopped it there. I really wish they didn't put that. Yeah, I agree. Scene after they should have I... just left it right there. I agree. I told that to my mom today when she when I went I took when I uh, went with her. This the it it should have ended when it faded to black when he when he was on the car. I was like, yeah, that's great. That's that him. was that the end. Yeah, I was like, that's great. And then I'm like, he's still he's still laughing. I'm like, oh come on. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't care for the ending, but I think that should that's where it should have ended because. I think they were to do the whole Batman death scene and stuff with his parents. I thought that was a really good touch. And um, yeah, I feel bad for everyone who ooh, is on the is is on the uh, car and stuff. I love that scene, and I agree with you that it should have ended right there. That would have been a perfect way to end it, especially with the score that was going on and stuff. But like I was like I was gonna say, I feel bad for the people who think that that's the like kind prequel to the Batman movie coming out in in, in 2021. <laughs> you know, um, it'd be cool if they did that they just if they found a way to keep if they find if they like everyone was saying that they should they should like drop buckets to Joaquin Phoenix's door to to play one more role as the Joker and the Batman um and I think they're already working on that script so that's not happening and stuff like that yeah, no. but I mean I wouldn't mind it it's not a good performance at least even though you're really a huge fan of the movie that much uh, yeah, no, he was amazing. The original yeah, score yeah. was amazing. The cinematography was amazing. No, I did. That's why I'm like conflicted because I really li- liked the movie. I just also felt really gross for reasons like I guess. not great reasons. And I was like, mm, no, I don't like feeling gross about this. But overall, I know I the movie was really well made. Like, let's just get that out there. Yeah, I also think I, it's hard to to compare him to. Heath Ledger, like I know, I know it's obvious, but I mean, he had a whole movie, you know, and Heath was the villain of the movie. He was just in and out, bopping in, bopping out, as you do. Uh, mm. So I think it's just it's so hard to make that comparison, you know, compared to Joaquin's performance, where he had a fully fleshed out, like full arc, full movie, and Heath Heath was just in and out. Uh, yeah, I would um, I I would agree, and, and I definitely think that it takes some time to see which performances you enjoyed the most and stuff like that. And I still think, of course, you know, with uh, with letting it have a couple of, I mean, it's been a decade since we've seen Lee Heath Ledger, so Heath Ledger has had a whole decade of um, just everyone thinking that he's the best. So yeah. I think it's, I think it just takes some time and stuff like that to really um to really say if Joaquin Phoenix is right there but i think i think he is up there because it was a good oh, performance yeah. really really good performance and stuff like that but um all right let's get into instead of letting this be the joker movie review part <laughs> 2 <laughs> let's get into the more box office number 2 what do we got so coming 
in at number two with last week's top uh, Yeti, I should say, in Abominable. Oh, nice. <laughs> Coming in at 12 million, which is a 41.8% drop. That brings Abominable up to a domestic total of 37.8 million through two weeks and 76.3 million worldwide. Abominable, I enjoyed it last week. It's one of my favorite movies, um, animated wise, this year. Yeah. And stuff. So I'm glad to see it do it. Still do it. It did did pretty good. Still going up against this juggernaut of a of a film. Uh, once again, it's the only movie right now in the top five and the top like eight that's really targeting this audience. So, and that's what I saw today at the movie theaters as well. I saw a lot of people coming out of Abominable still. So I was like, okay, good. You know, a lot of parents who probably want to see Joker, but they're dragged. They're dragging. They're getting dragged to see Abominable and stuff. Hopefully Sorry. they enjoy it, though. It's a much different tone. <laughs> yeah, it's a great they film. have a good great time film. with it. Yeah, it's a great film. So I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for the movie. That's a 41 percent drop. Is still, it's pretty good. So I'm happy for it, you know. So, yeah, it's still on the lower end for DreamWorks overall. But uh, we'll see now, especially next week, since it will have direct competition coming its way. Uh, yeah. Wait, what is that next week? Uh, Adam's family uh, next week. Oh, oh, you, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that when it comes to next week's predictions. But yeah, I, I agree. Um, all right, number three. What do we got? So coming in at number three, Downton Abbey continues to truck along, dropping forty-four percent in its third week of release, bringing in eight million more. That brings the TV series movie up to seventy-three point six million domestic, and a whopping one hundred and thirty-five point four million worldwide. So, yep, another great hold for Downton Abbey. Some huge numbers for it overall after three weeks. So yeah. Um I so I was very questionable I was very questionable about the um about the legs for this movie, but it did really well still. So that means that I mean, who would have thought? You know what I mean? Yeah. So right now it looks like I, uh, I don't know if it'll quite get to a hundred mil domestic, but I mean it's easily cleared that worldwide. So yeah. Yeah. So um, this is good. That would not be, you know, that audience is still there somehow, or yeah. it's just, it's, it's crazy. Maybe I don't know what's grown. going on. Maybe, maybe people are, you know, hearing about it and they're like me, not seeing the show and decide to, you know what, everyone's liking it. Let me go check it out and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe people who are, maybe people who are fans of the show at first was like, oh, I don't need to go see a movie, but maybe they're like, oh, okay, if it's good, everyone's seeing it, then let me just go try it out. So that's good. Um, number four, what we got? So staying strong at number four, we have Hustlers, which dropped 44.7%, bringing in 6.3 million in its fourth week of release. So after one month in the theaters, Hustlers has now brought in 91.3 million domestic and 110.02 million worldwide off of a $20 million budget. Um... So they still have. How much do you think of that twenty million went to J Lo? Which which uh, oh lord, uh, <laughs> uh, probably probably like ten or five. Yeah, I would say. yeah, I was like uh, maybe okay. she maybe she did it for cheaper, but I'm like dang, that's such a, a reasonable budget when you when you have a like a big star who has a diva reputation to her. That's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So the movie. Uh, I'm I'm glad the movie is still doing well. I don't know why they slash so many theaters from it though. I still I feel like 
people were still gonna go going to go see it, you know. So um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. Um, but this one, I think, almost 100 percent will pass 100 million at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One, I'm glad it passed 100 million worldwide this weekend. Um, because I know, especially in foreign countries, I think this is going to be a harder sell. Um, an R-rated movie that centers around strippers. Obviously, that's not going to get released in China. Obviously, that's you know, it's not going to get a lot of those major markets who just won't show something like that. So, you know, I'm glad it's doing what it needed to do. It kept its budget low, over five times the budget now. So, yeah, a really great story. Yeah, great story for the movie. I I noticed too early from earlier they added um they added about a hundred plus theaters to Downton Abbey too. That's good ah. for that number. But um yeah, I don't know why they. I just my only thing about this number is that I don't know. I don't see the reason for because they slashed more theaters from this movie than it. And it has been there five weeks. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here. Yeah, you know? it is weird. Um. I mean, I guess a good positive is it held on just the same pretty much as Downton Abbey, uh, mm-hmm. and it got slash theaters rather than added. So I, I guess that's a pretty good sign. But yeah, it's, it's, it is kind of weird that they they took it out of so many. Yeah, but I'm I mean, it's still a pretty good number for Hustlers. Um, like I said, I thought that I thought the legs for this movie was just gonna keep growing and stuff. So um, we'll see we'll see how it does in the next couple of weeks. All right, and lastly, number five, what do we have? So holding strong after five weeks of release, it chapter two remains in the top five, bringing in five point three million, which is a forty seven percent drop. That brings Pennywise's sequel up to two hundred and two million. Million uh, domestic and 436 million worldwide. So uh, that's a great number for it. Chapter two. It's only the third R-rated film ever to top 200 mil domestically. So kudos to that team. Hmm. I wonder why it's still doing so well in the box office. Hmm. <laughs> only it was for yeah, a certain a certain month. I'm so. I have to say, so I, went and saw it. It. I went and saw it again on Tuesday, actually, because my friend oh. wanted to see it. And our theater was packed. So, so what's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, on Tuesday Larry. night, I mean, it was packed on Tuesday night. So, same thing, like, Joker was packed, as we mentioned. Yeah. My, yeah, my theater, I think, was sold out for Thursday night at 7 p.m. So, for you Joker? Know, yeah, for Joker, it was sold uh, out. Joker was sold out in all theaters Friday and Saturday over here, yes. which is I never thought I was gonna see sold out again since Avengers. That's the last time I saw the sold out, sold out screenings and stuff. Yeah, Avengers Endgame. I, I was shocked at it, Chapter Two, and the fa- how packed our theater was. I mean, it wasn't yeah. sold out, but I'm like, wow, a Tuesday night, and y'all came out for it, huh? I don't know what it is. I'm so out of it when it comes to uh, spooky season this this time around. Usually, I'd be watching my Halloween Town and my Phantom of the Megaplexes and my Friday the 13th, but I'm not feeling it this year. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe the studios wasn't feeling it, too. <laughs> maybe maybe the fact that there's not a big horror movie coming out this month. You know, the, the reason why this movie is doing so well is because it's... Every, Oh, it's Halloween time, and everyone wants to be scared again and stuff. I mean, it's five weeks, a horror movie, 47% drop. When have you ever seen that? You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. I'm disappointed. Usually you know? horror has fallen out of the top ten by five Exactly. Weeks. Um, I'm disappointed. But um, let's get into these other yeah, films. That so Astra Judy, took a Judy drop. Judy doing well still. Judy that one released... Well. Uh, that one uh, released into almost a thousand more theaters, and mm. it 
brought in $4.4 million, which was a 52% increase from its limited opening last week, which is a solid go at it for Judy. That one's now up to $8.9 million after a couple of weeks. Uh, like you said, Ad Astra took a little bit steeper of a drop. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Rambo took a little steep of drop. It also got slashed 700 theaters. So what the hell is this war movie? I don't. I'm not even positive what war is, but in mm. only 305 theaters, it broke the top 10 with one yeah. meal. So what, hap- what happened there? <laughs> um, good on yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! Then can we, we... Have to go all the way down to get to oh. Lucy in the Sky? Lucy in the Sky is way down there. Uh, 29. Brittany... It only made 55,000 from 37. That's not just from four theaters like usual when they do. Yeah, the- yeah. That's from 37 theaters. It didn't even crack 100,000 for a movie starring Natalie Portman. I don't know. That That is wild to me. That's a pretty Agreed. bad platform. Agreed. <laughs> and then I'm seeing this um, 70% drop for Bernie Runs a Marathon. What, what happened there? Yeah, wow, that fell off the face of the earth. Uh, it did. Uh, it's made 6.8 million so far, but so that's good. Drop though. Whew. Yeah, I mean that's good for that. I'm just so glad the Lion King is not in the top ten anymore. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> finally, you. it has been. What is it? Week twelve, and Lion King finally falls out to number twelve at the box thank office. <laughs> God, uh, I thank God. Thank God, Wait, Almighty. Warrant, Mike. People, yeah. Mike for taking it down yeah thank god what is what is happening you know <laughs> but um all righty because i can't okay so let's get into next week really quick um oh 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 i made a mistake here all right so next week we have um we have the adams family a small release for little monsters which has lupita nyong'o i'm surprised that's not getting a lot of marketing oh it says hulu it's only it's on hulu i guess so um and then we have gemini man so, and Jexy. oh, and is next week. Jexy releasing into 2300 theaters next week, and also Parasite is going into some theaters too. Yeah, um, this limited. weekend, we actually have some, we actually have some pretty good movies coming out. Um, all right, let's get into these numbers. Jexy or what? Jex, uh, Jexy actually looks kind of funny. I remember I watched the red, the red band trailer before I saw, I forget which movie. <laughs> But I, yeah, it was before Good Boys, the the Red Band trailer played, and I it was making me chuckle a lot. So I love maybe. Alexander Ship, so I'm gonna have to support it regardless. But I'm kinda yeah, like, she's great. I don't know about all this business. Um, Adam's Family with the Halloween and kids, yeah. I see it doing at least yeah. twenty twenty five. I would yeah, it's, I I would say it's got to open bigger than uh, Abominable. Yeah, say. yeah, I would go twenty five for that movie. Ooh, um, Gemini, Man, Gemini Man. Listen, we talked about this on the fall preview show about I see this movie bombing and I still see this movie bombing. I Joker, we Joker in week two, which is something I want to ask you about. But Gemini Man, I see what fifteen, twenty, maybe. You oh, know, 15, I'll uh, say closer to fifteen. I really yeah, don't think it's gonna do. I, well. I don't see a big number. Um, and then Joker, what do you think about the legs for that movie? What do you think the legs gonna be? Um, I think they'll be all right. Uh, obviously, it won't have the benefit of you know controversy because that's gonna. I think that played. I think that actually played into their hands, um, which is usually the case. I think. I, I don't know. Usually, when there's a lot of controversy around a film, it seems to boost it just a little bit. Um, so I think it's gonna hold pretty well. This actually bucked the trend that we've seen recently uh, for number one films. It was majority men. It was 64% male audience. Um, yeah. And 66% under 35. So it was a young male film predominantly. So 
Um, I, I wish I had the numbers better on how young male films typically do. I think they usually have a little bit more of a drop. Older people yeah. movies usually don't drop so hard. Um, <laughs> like Downton know, Abbey. <laughs> do you know what it made? What it what it did on Cinema Score? Cinema Score. It was currently at A minus. With that, uh, I'm surprised. Audience. I'm but surprised. Overall, overall, yeah, yeah, yeah. B plus. Okay, I mean that's not bad. I thought so. With this movie, what I see happening is. Um, obviously, I want the movie to do well next week, and I don't know for sure if it's going to do that that well next week, just because I feel like the male audience, the young male audience who's going to see this movie, they had this idea of, oh, man, this is going to be a dope, cool yeah. movie with Joker doing all this shenanigans and stuff, and no one's stopping him. Like, let's do it. But And then they go in, and they realize it's like an art house <laughs> dra- you know, drama yeah. about a mentally unstable person and stuff. And then the last 45 minutes... Or 30 minutes is the Joker doing cool stuff. Um, so I, I, I'm interested to see what the audience, yeah. will, you know, how they will react with that. But, you know, with this, with Joker, I, week two, I say I see about... I say a 60% drop. I'm 60, looking at, 60, I'm looking ooh, at Logan. Okay. So Logan dropped 57% in its second week. Um, and it started with 88. And I do think it delivered what it people wanted like i think like you're talking right now logan pretty much gave you what you were hoping to get when you went into that movie whereas like you're talking joker uh, i don't know that it gave people what they wanted i you know i don't too much know it seems like people generally liked it uh from those scores but i don't know i think it's at least gonna have a 55 percent drop i would say yeah i okay and then i and then like that that's what like a 40 yeah it's for sure gonna it's for sure gonna hold number one like 40 yeah of course i don't think adam's family can dethrone it and that's gonna be the big release of the weekend yeah yeah i I would have to agree with you i'd say like 45 50 million next week um we'll see i do want it to do i I want it to keep doing well but that's what that's what i feel like is gonna happen because when i got i didn't notice that on thursday but when i got out of the theater today because thursday um, I will admit Thursday I was walking into this movie feeling way too paranoid for my own good. And <laughs> so I was I wasn't like watching the movie like I wanted to watch the movie. Like today I was watching it not worrying about anything, which is good. Um and stuff. So I noticed around me people it was like guys and I know they're not guys like, Oh my god, I wanna watch this this provocative film. You know, I know it's guys who are like, Yeah, let's watch some shit get fucked up, you know? And stuff. So I, I wonder when they actually when people when, when they actually see what this movie is, they kind of draw away from that factor. So um, that's gonna be interesting for next week. So we'll yeah, see. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, we'll check it out next so week. I'd but say, um, I would say closer to forty. It'll be my guess. Okay. I'll go, I'll go lower than you. I'm gonna go around forty-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, all right. That is it, everyone. Uh, that is all we got this week. We are out of time for today's box office beatdown show. Um, once again, Larry, thank you for so much for coming on, taking yeah. time out, especially on Sundays when it's football is going <laughs> on. <laughs> I know we gotta be working our schedule. <laughs> I know we gotta work on it. Either we gotta do it early in the morning when they first drop, or we gotta do it like late at night. We gotta figure out something because Larry, Larry's a football guy, so you know, so we gotta figure it out. But um, here I am. 
<laughs> but um, all right, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us. We had a really good week of just like you know some good stuff happening. A lot of things. Our numbers are looking pretty good. So the Joker, the Joker review is already breaking like over two hundred listens on Spotify, which is great for us. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thursday, I think yeah, Thursday we did our announcements show. Um, so if you missed that show, please go check it out. But the bigger, the big things was just all about the website coming soon and the patreon coming soon and all that stuff because we want to get this thing going and whatnot uh this weekend we have this weekend going on right now we have meg embers and joe gainey uh so uh, re representing us at the london film festival i actually did a show yesterday with joe so check that out she saw a couple of movies and she talked about them and then this weekend we have Larry, Tyler, and Hannah who will be attending the Ace Comic Con event and we'll do a recap show with me all the way over here feeling sorry for myself for not going and then we'll get their recap on that kind of event. Are you guys planning on doing any kind of like panels or anything like that? Uh, yeah, for sure. I have them scheduled okay. in. I definitely for sure want to see like the Jake Gyllenhaal, Tom Holland panel and the Brie okay. Larson and Tessa Thompson panels. Yeah. <laughs> Those so are like... Yeah. So we'll definitely get live reactions from all of that um on this show. So that should be that should be much, much fun. But um alrighty guys, that that's the show, everyone. We will talk to you guys next week for episode thirty-two of this box office beatdown show. We're getting up there in thirty-two weeks of, yeah. of box office fun, which is great. Larry, let everyone know when they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me at LC Screen Talk over on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram. Uh, as he said, with this Ace business, I don't know what's going to be coming up on my channel this week, honestly. Thankfully, I know for sure Adam's Family Review will be up Wednesday night, but if I don't get a screening for Gemini Man, or I don't know that I'll be reviewing it. Because <laughs> be, well, because I'll be traveling and all that, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be able to do a full review. But I am planning on vlogging um, my experience over Ace as well. So Tyler, Hannah, my other friends all be on there so those should be released if not during the weekend shortly thereafter um yeah so alrighty guys and so we will do like a special recap with all with the, with the three of them hopefully we'll see how it all plays out and stuff and that is it and for us we have a normal a normal week this weekend I mean this week nothing crazy we have the world show some point this week and then we'll have a review for Gemini Man and the Adams family hopefully so we'll have all of that and that is it. We will talk to you guys soon. We'll be back next week for episode 30, 30, 32. Uh, my name is Dwayne. That is Larry. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.